You're listening to episode 24 of the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. I am Munir Lazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I'll share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standard today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. So today we'll talk about human resource and we'll have for that a special guest who is Thomas McMahon from EPM Scientific. So Thomas will help us to understand what is the difference between a full-time employee, a contractor, and a consultant, because there is really a difference. And we'll do that difference for uh, companies, so enterprises, and also for, for the people, for the employees. So, so let's welcome Thomas. So hi, Thomas. Hi, Munir. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be on uh, the podcast and today. So great. So thank you for accepting the offer also for, for being here. Uh, and um, so as usual, I'm asking my guests to introduce themselves. So please introduce yourself and then we can go through the questions. Yeah, perfect. Um, so yeah, so my name is Thomas McMahon. Um, I'm uh, from England, from the north of England, um, pretty much as north as you can get. Okay. Um, and I work for EPM Scientific um, in Zurich, which is a, a life science recruitment agency. And I've been with the brand now for three years. Um, I spent a year and a half in our London office, in our headquarters, um, and then moved to Zurich last January um, to really kickstart um, our temporary contracts business from the ground here um, in Zurich. So, so I snip it to myself. <laughs> yeah, so great. So how is the life in Switzerland? Yeah, a lot different to, to London, um, I can say that. Um, it's actually a, a lot more like home um, for me. Um, okay. I'm, I'm from a, a, quite a small city um, up north, which is quite close to Newcastle. Um, a lot of people will know Newcastle Football Club. Um, so uh, moving to London was a bit different for me. Um, I did, it didn't gel as much as I, I thought. So Zurich's more like my hometown of Carlisle. Um, so I feel a lot more at home here than I do in that than I did in London. You can imagine, yeah. And uh, what is exactly your position or your role at TPM Scientific? Yeah, so um, so I manage our temporary contracting business um across EPM Scientific for for Switzerland, um, and yeah, so that's pretty much my role. Um, we do have a, a correspondent uh, permanent uh, department as well at EPM, um, and EPM is. A life science recruitment agency that will go through the whole product lifestyle, uh, life cycle um, of a product um, from start to finish. So great. So we'll talk specifically about some roles that you already know, like consultants, uh, yeah. and specifically about life science business or medical devices. And do you do also some pharmaceuticals? Yeah, so we, we do medical device, pharmaceutical, and biotech um, across EPM in general. The temporary function within within my team, which I lead, um, does quality and regulatory um, in medical device and pharma biotech. Um, so fitting quite well, um, I suppose, to to the podcast. So the good SME for us here. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the meat now of the episode. So I wanted to ask you and uh, to explain to to the audience what is the difference between a permanent uh, employee, a permanent person, 
uh, working mm -hmm. for a company, a contractor and a consultant, because I mm -hmm. think there is a big difference. Yeah, definitely. Um, might be a long-winded um, answer, but we'll, we'll start with um, a permanent staff member. So um, a permanent staff member like yourself, like myself, has an unlimited contract, um, doesn't have an end date for it, works for um, a company direct on their payroll, has a fixed salary, um, has all the benefits of a permanent employee, um, mobile phone, cars, bonus, um, X amount of holiday, for example. Um, whereas if you look at um, a contractor, um, it's a little bit different as they have a specific start and end date um, to their, their working time. Um, typically within Switzerland, um, they use um, a payroll company, so they're not on the headcount of the client that they're working for um, and will use companies like EPM Scientific, for example, um, to work with, with medical device companies. Um, they are on a um, typically an, an hourly rate um, basis um, and will get will charge by the hour. So however many hours they work, that will determine on their salary. Um, they don't have obviously the benefits, I suppose, as a permanent employee as um, well, permanent employee, permanent employee will probably have more holidays, um, pension, you know, cars, the bonuses that I've said. Um, the contractor, I suppose, um, they're more, well, contractors in my eyes are seen as firefighters. Mm -hmm. um, a company would employ a contractor when they have a spike in, in, in workload. Um, they have issues, problems that they need to fix um, quite quickly. Um, and they'll employ a contractor to come in, you know, immediately um, to fix the problem. And once that problem's gone, the contractor will leave. Okay. Um, um, a consultant... Um, can be seen sometimes as a contractor, yeah, um, but I'll go into, <laughs> I'll go into yeah, a bit of detail throughout. <laughs> um, a consultant is the same as a contractor in terms of they have their start and end date. Um, however, I would attribute um, a consultant, um, somebody who would come in in more strategic managerial positions who can direct and lead a company. Um, these people are typically have potentially had um, really senior director level plus positions in permanent roles and have decided to go into consulting. Um, typically, um, not as hands-on of the t type of roles because they can add more value um, on the strategic point of view. Um, these guys, what I found and experienced with in Switzerland, um, they tend to have their own Swiss GmbH, their own companies. Um, they cost a lot more than what a contractor, traditional contractor, would um, would have. Um, they sometimes have multiple um, clients, and they require a lot more flexibility in terms of picking their hours and they'll work in different locations. Um, I have a sweet spot that you want to try and find, um, and that would typically be there's a lot of contractors um, who will come in and do the firefighting, hands-on work, and save the company. But they can also give a um, consultative, strategic level approach to the client if needed. And these um, contractors who can flip between one or the other, they're the sweet spot. You know, the, um, you know I've had plenty of times in the past where um, a company's in need of a, a contractor, and they've hired a consultant, and it went terribly wrong. 
Okay. Um, I've also had times where a, a clients need a, a really strategic type person to come in and they've hired, not through us, but hired a, a contractor and it's not, been, it's not worked out. Um, and I think a lot of companies, especially between the contractor and the consultant, they sometimes don't realize what they need um, and cons- most of the time cause more problems than what, it, what it's worth. Yeah, if, if I can say, uh, I had the same situation that you described. So uh, once I hired, uh, I wanted to hire a contractor. Uh, that's somebody that mm-hmm. is just doing what I'm asking them to do. But yeah. apparently I hired a person that has uh, more uh, experience, more um, mm-hmm. seniority, more knowledge on, on the topic. And at the end, this person wanted to change the whole company and change the whole <laughs> procedures and change yeah. the whole things where... At the end, I want. I didn't want that. I just wanted them to do a, a technical file remediation, yeah. but not have to make kind of procedure change. And uh, I mean, yeah. this person was focusing more on a- anything else but what I, w- I was asking her to do. So <laughs> at the end, yeah. we had to fire her because uh, it was yeah. not really suitable for us, and to mm-hmm. ask again for a contractor again. So yeah, I can understand your. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's something that I think, especially in medical devices, um, a lot of companies get wrong. Um, and it's sometimes, you know, sometimes I feel sorry for the consultants or contractors that potentially get put in these positions um, because the client obviously hasn't really read the situation of what they need. Um, and, you know, if, if you hire a consultant to come in and do something and you want them to do the hands-on work as such, um, you know, who, whose fault really is it? You know, is it the, the consultant for not being able to adapt or is it, you know, the client who's looking to hire this person um, that hasn't understood their actual own situation which has led to a poor ident you know a poor hire of of the contractor consultant type thing no it's clear so yeah so it may be better to have also uh, uh, some time to plan and to really think about what we really need and what competency we need before to uh, to hire sometime a high experienced yeah. person mm-hmm. for doing something mm-hmm. that is a uh, law needed for to be done by a law experienced person yeah okay yeah. so is there is there i mean as now we have a better understanding about the difference between uh, between those three uh, mm-hmm. are there some myths or something that people think <laughs> that is really interesting for being consultant or being contractor or being permanent employee because a lot of consultants are also moving back to permanent sometime or yeah. uh, what is the myth that maybe those people were thinking moving to from one to another? Um, well, there's a lot. Okay. <laughs> I think from, from all, all different angles um, uh, of, of different people's opinions, I suppose. Um, probably the, we'll start with the most common myth, I would mm-hmm. say, is that probably on your mind as you've hired contractors mm-hmm. um, and probably other hiring managers and other companies that will be listening to this is that contractors or consultable consultants as well are really, really expensive. Yeah. They're so expensive. We can't get this person to come in. Um, it's going to cost far too much money. Um, and elements of that statement is true. You know, if, if you're getting a consultant in at 170 francs an hour, you know, if they work, you know, to you know, to a year contract, you know, you're looking at 300 plus thousand francs. Obviously, that is more expensive than uh, a permanent person. But for the traditional contractor, um, say that potentially what you mentioned that you would hire to come in to do a tech farm remediation to come in do, you know, maybe you needed them for 12 months just to get you know a whole lot of work done. Then after that 12 months, there was no need for them after that. So yeah. that you weren't going to you know prolong the contract and that was it done. So 
when, when you obviously have a permanent staff member within your team, you obviously have their basic salary. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of hiring managers just look at that, the cost for that employee. You know, if it's 100000 for example, they only see that as the 100000 when really there's so much more behind the back of that. Um, the, you know, the employer contributions, which is typically 14 to 16% in Switzerland, that means the company will, you know, typically match the person's pension, social securities, accident insurance, all the other taxes that the company has to pay for payroll in that company. Um, that adds on top of it. You've then got the permanent employee's um, you know, laptop, um, you know, bonuses, which can be anywhere, you know, 10 to 20,000, you know, depending on what level that you're on. Um, you know, this holidays that you'll get sick leave and things. Um, so there's, there's a lot of hidden costs, um, with a permanent person that I think a lot of hiring managers tend to forget. Um, and I think, Sort of when I've sort of looked at it and set off a hundred thousand, you know, you could easily add another fifty thousand Swiss francs yeah. on top of that person's salary, um, with all the extra benefits and things that that person gets. Um, and if if you break that down and compared to say, you know, a contractor, yes, a contractor may cost maybe thirty, maybe even fifty. You could say fifty thousand more, two hundred thousand for a contractor for the year. Um, it may cost more. However, you're getting so much more than the permanent employee. You're getting someone who you can get rid of in a month if it doesn't work or maybe yeah. two weeks, depending on the notice period. You're having someone that is coming in to actually do maybe the work a permanent employee might not want to do. They might find it boring. Um, after that 12 months, you know, that contractor's leaving. They're not going to have a job. Uh, you know, you can't do that with permanent people. So, Yes, they can be a little bit more expensive, but not as expensive, I think, as what people tend to think about. Um, and when, for me, when you weigh up the, you know, the benefits of having that contractor, say for the, the project-specific work that you may have, um, you know, I, I think the extra money, if it's a little bit all the same, is, um, is definitely worth it um, because you have so much more flexibility that you get with it. Um, Typically, and they obviously can start immediately where um, you've probably experienced it trying to hire a permanent person. Um, typically in Switzerland can take, you know, three months plus um, to find that right person. Yeah. So you have uh, the hiring time. You have also the training <laughs> time sometimes yeah. uh, because you have to make this person up to speed uh, yeah. when you hire a contractor that already has experience. So it's maybe uh, easier for them yeah. to, to help you and to do the job uh, immediately. Uh, if it's a consultant, it's maybe better because you will have more knowledge than the the yeah, employee, yeah. so you can mm -hmm. speed up your project. So maybe mm -hmm. instead of doing it within one year with a, a full time employee, yeah. you can do uh, six months with um, yeah. without without that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's can be a lot of advantages for that. Yeah. And as you mentioned, yeah, the cost is really I think the myth that uh, people are mm -hmm. always thinking it costs too much. But when you are really making the balance at the end, maybe there is yeah. more benefit to hire a consultant. Yeah. No, definitely. I think I actually had an example the it was two weeks ago, I think. Um, we had a, a couple of candidates in process. Um, one was a lot more experienced and obviously cost more. Um, and the other one was good consultant, relatively market standard type rate. And the manager said to us that we want to take the more expensive and more senior person, okay. mainly because they can do the job in half the time. So actually, I'll save money. On it. Okay. So when, when managers are starting to think about how they can use a contractor to 
you know, speed things up, you know, in the long run, that should save money. Um, the less time I think people spend on things. That's really a good thinking. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's really seldom to have those kind of thinking in some companies. So it's, uh, it's really, uh, really, really nice to have that. Is there any, any other myth or something? Yeah, like yeah. So there's, um, there's a lot of, I think, some companies, not at all, um, I've not really experienced it much, um, but find that con contractors or consultants are difficult. Um, you know, they're hard work. Um, they, they come in, they don't listen, they do what they do what they want type thing. I'm sure people listening <laughs> have probably experienced that at some point. Um, but again, it comes down to hiring right. You know, if you, um, you know, interview process and you, you know, have that good rapport with, with the candidate, um, you know, you, you ask the right questions, they answer correctly, you have that mutual understanding of what's needed um, from the consultant and what's expected, um, you know, you should you should hire correctly. Um, but that is something I think a myth that, that people think that contractors can tend to be a lot of hard work um, and can come in and, and not do as they you know, as they told us such, um, which is, sounds like a little bit what you had um, in your past experience. Yeah, um, I think, uh, I think, I think uh, the, the interview process is really important, not uh, assuming that uh, the person will arrive and know everything and will be mm -hmm. uh, up to speed without really getting any guidance. Uh, but yeah, it's really, I think, important, uh, important to have. Mm -hmm. I think uh, another potential myth, maybe myth, maybe it's true, I don't know, is the um, the permanence and contract clash consultant divide within a company. I know this potentially can be issues in some yeah. companies. Sometimes it is and it isn't. Um, you know, hiring a lot of consultants or contractors can sometimes create a riff, I think, between staff and team members. Yeah. Um, you know, if if that permanent person, you know, they, you're doing the same job as a contractor that come in, um, they sometimes think, okay, this person's getting paid more than me to do the same job. But what they don't realize is, again, is the hidden costs. And also that that person in six months will leave and potentially not have a job for three months. Um, so they're at a huge risk um, <laughs> and take on a lot of other um, elements of it. Um, so I think that I've not personally experienced that where there's been a divide between permanent and contract, um, but I know that is something that, that is a potential myth or could, could happen. Um, have you ever experienced anything like that yeah, you know, so, in your own career with yeah, the divide or conflict? Yeah, not conflict. It's more um, when we hire, I mean, it's more about uh, the effect of group, I suppose, because mm -hmm. uh, I had a company where I hired only one contractor or one con con uh, yeah, consultant. And it was well, this person really melted in with all the team. It was really fine. So it worked well. But in another company, we hired a group of contractors because we had a big project and we had to do uh, some, some, some work. And there was more uh, a specific room for those people to be all together. Mm -hmm. And they were not really melting or, or discussing. So there was this kind of riff, as you mentioned, yeah. between mm -hmm. those two teams. Um, which was yeah a pity, but at the end the the manager wanted really them to be focused on the project and to be really yeah. working and not to be disturbed by other employees. <laughs> I suppose it was the reason why we had this uh, this yeah. uh, connection. But uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. it, it, exists. It's, it exists. Yeah, it's it's an interesting point because I think it definitely comes down I think to the company's approach to hiring that contractor and how they see and how they think of that contractor and if they can add value. Yeah. Um, you know, we have um, clients that we work with that on the, the contractor's first week, 
um, they book in meetings with different people in the organization so they can, you know, introduce them to new people, obviously help them make friends um, and embed them into their culture and into their society as such within, within the organization. And I think that that's a fantastic way to, you know, onboard a contractor um, because, the, you, I suppose hiring anybody, you want to make them feel at home and that they can be themselves. Um, whereas if you're locking a contractor in a room <laughs> or in a basement as such, yes, to do the specific job, but you know it does potentially create that divide. Yeah. Um, and people might just sort of look at them and be like, you know, who, who's that person type thing. Um, so that. it's 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 in, yeah, it's interesting. Um, okay, so. Now, what is exactly um, for you uh, as you are working specifically with those contractors or mm-hmm. uh, co- consultants? So what is your strategy to select them to, to then show them to the, the companies that are really needing uh, a person that um, is knowledgeable for their projects? So what is your strategy? Um, in terms of finding people or in just in terms of how we search for candidates and how we sort of operate on a candidate basis? I mean, for me, it's more about what is the relationship with the first, the company that is giving you maybe the, the information, what they need, and you looking for, for the right person and then presenting that to the company. Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, I would say with the, the client need as such, um, strategy, our strategy, main strategy is to meet that person face-to-face, okay. um, to get a full understanding of what they're really looking for, understand their requirements, understanding if they need a contractor or a consultant and what they really need that person to do if they need to come in and firefight or if they don't. Um, that, that helps massively with, with trying to select the right person. Um, understanding, yeah, what they need, um, understanding the company and what type of person they would want in, in their team and how it, the dynamics would fit. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people sometimes don't think of that when they hire contractors. Um, but if you want the right contractor and you want that, you know, the no waves to be created as such, um, you know, you need to keep that in mind. Um, so I would say what, once we've, we've, we've met the manager, if possible, um, or have a, a, you know, a screening call as such for the position, um, we do things sort of backwards, um, in the way that I sort of run EPM. So we, essentially do all the work before we get the position okay and by that it's more of tracking consultants and tracking talent in the market um and knowing where they're working knowing when their contracts are finishing um and then you basically just play a game of chess or whatever game that (laughs) you like to play where you match things up um because when we get that position our first thought process is okay well let's go to our talent tracking lists, our hot lists, um, who's available. And within that first hour, you know, we should have, you know, three consultants, contractors um, who we can send down straight away, or if not, um, speak about on the call or um, if you're, you know, meeting that person face to face. So we sort of do all the work backwards. Um, Our standards are that when we have that job, um, we should know someone straight away, a couple of people, three people um, who could do it. Um, and that fits into obviously why you would hire a contractor because you want that person quick. Um, so that is how typically we operate um, within the client and then the, the candidate as such. Um, and that takes months potentially, months and months to, to get the right people on tracking and knowing when their contracts are finished um, and keeping in touch with them, building you know, relationships um, 
because you, you have to have you as a candidate as well, I suppose, in this, our industry, yeah. you know, you need to be able to trust people, especially if you're working with them and recruiters, recruiters typically get bad press um, for how they operate. Um, and, you know, we want to have a really good relationship with that contractor um, before we send them. Um, we want to know exactly what they want, how they work, the money, you know, um, all that done. Um, so it's a painless, smooth, quick, easy process once we get that position on. Um, and that in turn um, makes when we have the contractors, I suppose, working for clients, they're happy. Um, uh, they stay, you know, they're a good fit. Um, and, you know, that obviously responds into us having positive feedback from from the client. No, no, it's good. I think, um, as we said, so being specific, I think, uh, like uh, EPM Scientific uh, will help also to uh, really find uh, the, the right candidates that are really specialized in this area. And I think it's important really the relationship between the company and the, and the, and the recruiter to really under, they have the best, the, the, the right understanding of the role of the, of the, of the candidate of what they want just to not lose time to not uh, yeah because as we as you, you said the, the the process can take months and if at the end we hire somebody and it's not a good fit we have to restart from zero and uh, yeah it's mm -hmm. not, uh, not a, a good uh, a good situation okay uh, thomas so where can people f can find you then um yeah so linkedin the epm scientific um you've got instagram you know, Twitter. Oh, you have also YouTube. Instagram, great. Um, yeah, I think I think we do. I might be wrong. It might be under Faden International, which is our uh, would, mother company. I would um, you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, just uh, EPM Scientific and normally all the social media platforms. Okay. I think you'll have it in the the notes and stuff I wish, as well. I will put that in the show notes. I will ask you to send me that uh, all, and yeah. I will put that in the show notes so that people yeah. can go directly and uh, and and see and see that. Great. Uh, something else to add? <laughs> Um, no, not for myself. Just first of all, I suppose, thank you for, for having me on. Uh, it's You're been welcome. a pleasure um, speaking with you. Um, and just, yeah, I think um, if anybody wants to, to reach out to understand more or if they want, if they don't know if they need a contractor or a consultant, um, you know, please reach out. Um, obviously, I'd love to help anybody um, that needs it. Great. So thank you for that. Okay. So thank you then for, for joining this episode. And uh, I see you goodbye. Perfect. Thanks a lot. See you. Thank you. Bye-bye.